Hello and welcome to Big Bandit Gaming. I'm your host, Troy, and today we have Josh. Yeah. Colton. Welcome to the future. And Isaiah. And I need chapstick. Wow. Hey. <laughs> Opening with a bang. Well, how are you guys all doing? I've been eyeing Hi-Fi for a while. It just came out recently, and I'm looking at it real hard. Hi-Fi Rush, that new game. Ooh, oh, Hi-Fi. I, I thought I heard you say Hi-Fi. I was like, what That's is he what talking I heard. about? I've, okay. I've played like three hours of that game so far. How's it looking for you, Josh? It's looking like it could easily end up in my favorites of this year. I know that sounds crazy, <laughs> but okay. I'm liking it a lot. I'm that excites me. I'm, I'm looking at these clips. I'm looking at people's reaction. It looking mighty positive, mighty fun. I'm looking at it. Yeah, I played about um, 30, 45 minutes, and I was just really impressed with the visuals. Like, it pops. Oh, yeah. I don't know what oh, they did, yeah. but like that. They, they're doing like the Into the Spider-Verse kind of yes. lower frame rate thing, but everything is just animated so well. Yeah, that game it, was like, cool. It's like Into the Spider-Verse minus the comic book flair. Which is not bad. It's just more like um like cartoony feeling than it is like yeah. illustrations. Yeah. And since it was shadow dropped, it's not like there's a ton of reviews out. So you're just going by vibes and the vibes are good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The vibes sure. are very good. Um everyone I've heard that is you know, talk about it who's played it already are very into it. So I'm like, okay, okay. Like I'm I that that is a game I want to play. I hear it's not like super long either, maybe like about 15 hours. So I'm like, okay, oh, I can sweet do that. Spot. Yeah, yeah that makes sense kind of where I am with the, the bosses. And I think they kind of show you like who you're going to be fighting along the way at the beginning. So that makes sense. Yeah, I, I was not expecting a shadow drop of that caliber. So it was a cool surprise. Nice. And for, 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 who you, for those of you who don't know, High Five announced at the Xbox like showcase a few days ago from Tango Gameworks. It's like a rhythm character action game platformer <laughs> sort of thing. Yeah. It's a lot of different things, but it like works way better than you think it would. And I, I was a little worried when I saw the trailer because it was, I don't know, like the dialogue and snippets were like, oh, this could be like kind of cringe. But like in context, it actually works pretty well. Oh, yeah, it's it's really good. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I'm just surprised it's coming from this studio because everything yeah. from the studio so far has just been like, man, this looks really cool, but a little clunky. But yeah, uh, I am looking forward to playing more of that. But uh, otherwise, what what else you guys been playing? Anything going on? I I just got off of uh, Chivalry Two. That's played oh. a little bit after work. I've been playing. I've actually been playing that quite a bit this week. Been meaning yeah. to ask for if, yeah if you wanted to get on or something recently, but I've been playing a lot of that. It's been fun. Nice. It is. I've been fun. getting better. That's yeah, yeah. There's there's like a high skill ceiling to that game, but even if like I don't know if I ever get super frustrated if I'm not playing well because just it's just ridiculous and you're like, well that that just happened. Also, last time I played this, I don't know what happened. It, it must have been like a total glitch, but my character like disappeared and I was just like a floating sword. And clearly people could not see me and I could still attack them. And once they saw once they saw what to look for, like a floating sword, they started attacking me, but they, they couldn't tell when I was attacking. And it, it let me play for like another 15 minutes like that, like multiple deaths. Okay. And then uh, and then I like lost connection with the server. And I'm like, man, I will never. That's a feature, not a bug. Yep. Yeah, it's like, I will. I will never live through this greatness again. And, and I'm sad. But uh, yeah, that game. 
that game you know i i already forget i was about to name it in my game of the year order and i forgot where i put it <laughs> maybe like third or fourth it was it was high it was high. It was pretty high for a game i played way later on game pass i only played the beta never bought it and then played it later i'm like yeah okay this yeah great game uh all right uh so are you guys ready to jump in whoa I just want to say real quick, I've been playing Fire Emblem Engage a little bit. Oh. And uh, oh, yeah. I don't know how I feel about it. This is kind of useless information. But I didn't play Three Houses. Oh. I've only really played Awakening and... Um, what's that other one on the DS? The... Uh, oh, Echo? God. Fates, Fates, Fates. Fates, yeah. Oh, I, no, I've actually I've, I played a little bit of both of those, but mo- mostly Awakening. So considering most people consider Awakening to be like one of the best ones. Um, yeah. I don't know if this is even attempting to live up to those heights because I, I feel like a lot of things I like about Awakening just aren't present. And I've, but I've heard that they like they got rid of the uh, the triangle, the weapon triangle, and then brought it back for Engage. Yeah. Which I, yeah, I don't yeah. know how Three Houses worked without the weapon triangle. That doesn't. You know, I'm trying to remember there. too. It made sense at the time, but I, I, I am trying to remember. There, I'm also there, trying to remember. But <laughs> There was some but, sort of rotation, but it wasn't like the normal. Okay, I heard it was just like each support. unit would just have like weaknesses and strengths, and I was like, "That's super generic sounding." Yeah, yeah, I didn't uh, like it. I liked the old weapon triangle. Yeah, that sounds like a bummer. I but yeah, too, they got rid yeah. of all the social stuff uh, in in engage, which a lot of people liked. Um, I don't think they, the gimmick they liked, in engage. They liked that they got rid of it, or they like or. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Like. So, like three houses. The reason why that one seemed to be popular is because you could do the kind of persona thing where you like, oh, you talk to the different characters that are at the school, and like yeah. they got rid of the monastery. Yeah. Oh. Okay, yeah. Okay. So all that extra monastery stuff, it's more just like no, like you get to interact with your party members, but it's not like a whole nother game where you're spending like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours in the monastery at a time. I might uh, like that better. To which be I, I yes, that's why I'm interested. <laughs> it, it, it it was so drawn out. I think in three houses, it kind of it kind of burned me out a little bit with all the time I spent not in battle. But I yeah, want to say none of it was as good as Persona either. That was a problem. I, I think people are downplaying. Like I've heard it from a lot of people so far that oh, uh, you can get straight to the combat. Like there's not all this nonsense going on. It's like that's kind of true. But they kind of make you do really boring stuff if you want to like maximize like your efficiency in the game. Like, oh, just after combat, go talk to every character if you want to the stuff you need to like uh, build more of the rings that like the uh, emblems. I'm like, okay, so you go do that. They don't. Nobody says anything interesting. And then like, oh, go back to the um, like your headquarters or whatever. It's like your the castle or where, where you awoke in the game. It's 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 really silly. And you go to a bunch of little um, kind of just more talking to people just to get like minor things to then uh, try to upgrade, you know, you're just min-maxing. It's just a lot of like small things that they make you do the most boring things possible to upgrade your characters. And I think that's a real shame. So it's like, yes, you can skip all that and go straight to the combat. But if you do that and you're playing on a harder difficulty, then I think you're going to have a, a rough time. If you're playing on normal, I, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, but yeah, so play on normal. On? Uh, I started on hard and I, I, again, I just, I had that problem. I was like, uh, if I want to get to the point, if I want to make it to the end, I'm going to have to do all these side things. And I don't want to do the, all this side stuff uh, because it's just not interesting. So yeah, I went, I, I dumbed it down to normal and it's, this is where I'm torn because it's almost too easy now. 
I don't think they have a, a good um, between normal and hard. There's, there should be something there because normal feels very easy. Like you know, I'm one shotting everything, but in hard, everything was like killing me super quickly. So in three houses, I started on hard until it got to a point where I'm like, I can literally not win this battle. It's like, like my yeah. characters literally do That's not do enough damage. And so I went back down to normal and it felt good, like balanced again. So you might have to do... Uh, you... So that's actually what I did. Yeah. But then like two battles later, I was crushing everything. Yeah, that, that's a oh, bummer. Uh, I, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I'm a little... I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the fence because I hear a lot of people talk about how great the combat is. So it's like maybe as I get further in, it's like the, the, it'll open up more. I don't think the engage gimmick is super interesting it's it's really just a gimmick it's basically like here here's your character and each character you can basically give it a super move that's yeah essentially the extent of it yeah i I, I don't (laughs) the only reason i haven't jumped in is just because of the other releases around it i think i'd rather play hi-fi rush or dead space you know like i'm much more interested in that right now but i i am interested to check out engage just not right now it just came out a bad time and i'm unsure too like like fire emblems used to release and every single one was like oh man home run home run and then after Mm -hmm. awakening it's been a little hit or miss for me uh with fire emblem um yeah i'm gonna say i spent 60 dollars on it and i wouldn't do it again like yeah i'm not having 60 dollars worth of fun so far so keep that in mind yeah, yeah. So I, I was a little worried about it, but but some it's really mixed though. Even if you look at the scores, like some people are really high on it, and some mm-hmm. people are like, "Oh no, I miss the story and the stuff from, yeah, uh, you know, from Three Houses." But uh, yeah, yeah, I, I do. Uh, Awake. It, it's never hit the high awakening. Is awakening yeah. hit? Like, and we we will obviously talk about that today. I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So uh, that leads us on to, are you, are you always ready to get into the time machine? Woo! Yeah. Well, what shape time machine do you think we'd have for our podcast? I, oh, I have God. an idea. A dodecahedron. I was thinking more like podular. Like podular? Wait, is that I mean, a word? I don't even know if that's a word. Considering <laughs> our mask. Elliptical. Considering our mascot is a raccoon, I was thinking it'd be more a dumpster shape. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a big green dumpster that flies through, <laughs> through time. <laughs> um, I, my, so. my, my idea was that looking at the events on our Google Doc, I, I uh-huh. immediately thought of like the Soja Boy console. <laughs> looking at like you one want of the that consoles. to be the, you want the console to be our time machine <laughs> yes! the soldier boy console the soldier i like boy that console. i like that well i mean i i've already made the executive decision i have seen now i'm torn the soldier boy console is very funny but we're, we're gonna <laughs> stick with our dumpster theme time machine so i uh, want you guys get in with me and let's get stinky. to get stinky exactly yeah <laughs> yeah Another, <laughs> are you boys know? ready <laughs> we because we are going back to the year 2013 and before we jump into the games of 2013 and the gaming events that happened i want to know where were you guys in 2013 kind of what was your situation 10 years old 10 years old <laughs> At, in the say no more isaiah <laughs> playing playing like what, what, three hour, 300 hours into my dsa file of kingdom hearts recoded man and like watching sonic x uh on the cw channel on saturday mornings that was my jam <laughs> wow so 
Wow, that you could have literally you could have told me that's what you did last week. Awesome. All right. Uh, what about you, Colton? Where were you in 2013? Uh, that was my junior slash senior year. So I was uh, doing school stuff. But when I was not doing school stuff, I was at home. I was playing a lot of uh, oh. 2013. I was on my maybe uh, seventh run of Fallout 3. I'm sure I did a lot of that. Very nice. Uh, and, you know, I mean, that I think uh, I played a crap ton of I played a crap ton of my PS2, you know, PS1, PS2, PS3 growing up. Uh, but that year, I think junior year and then the summer in between junior and summer, I think was like the first time in my life where I actually didn't play like constantly, like every day. Like there were, there'd be like four or five days where like I didn't touch it. Like, you know, we, I'd spent all day out at my mom's house with my brother and we're like riding our freaking ripsticks through the neighborhood and we get lost you know and so I, I remember i actually remember that year being not as heavy like heavy-handed with video games for me as, as it normally is but i mean there were obviously exceptions that came out the ear some of them that i played but that's kind of where i was at yeah nice. i'm on the same page as colton um obviously we well i guess obvious to us we went to the same school same grade we had the same class, I think, what engineering that year? Uh, yeah. Senior year. Yeah, yeah. Senior year, yeah. Later part. Um, yeah, I guess in 2013, as far as gaming, I was probably playing like Dishonored, the first one. Maybe like Assassin's Creed 3, Borderlands 2. Yeah. Not, not, <laughs> yeah. not, any, good, not any good games. Nice. No, I like Dishonored. Those other two can no. They get out of, get out of here. Yeah, I. What, what I, about in, you, Troy? In 2013, so I was still in Colorado. I was uh, maybe at the tail end of getting my respiratory therapy degree. Uh, but as soon as I figured out that I hated that, and I don't know why, I went all the way through the schooling process. <laughs> I had a lot of time on my hands this year. Was <laughs> I was out of school, so. I think I was working at a, a Starbucks um, and I oh. had just, yes, got my degree in respiratory therapy. So, um, yeah, I did a lot of gaming that year. This was not the year <laughs> I took a break. <laughs> this well, is the opposite. I looking down this list, I played uh, a majority of these games. <laughs> my question is, when did you graduate? What was the year you graduated? uh what yeah high school like high school or... high school yeah high school 2010 okay so around that time i think 2011 you told me i think you told the other guys here you had a whole year you just binged anime so you... oh yeah yeah there was um uh, the year before i think while i was in school i did a lot more anime because it was like a lot less um took mm -hmm. a lot less focus you know so yes, that's all I did for a year. That would have been like 2011 or 12 or something, and then 2013. Ah, uh, so this is post anime, hard. Troy. Okay. Oh so, yes, oh yes. And post pre pre anime was like Final Fantasy. Uh, pre anime, yes, yeah. A lot of Japanese role playing games were my <laughs> were my entry drug to all that. But uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a good year. But it was a year. It was like the last year I had in Colorado before. I moved down to Texas, so yeah. Um, Every year was a binge year for Troy. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> yes. Until last year, I think last year is the least amount of video games I've ever played in my life. So, and that's just life stuff. It just happens. 
Awesome, awesome. So what we're going to do here is Josh made an exhaustive list (laughs) of games (laughs) and events that happened throughout 2013. So we're going to go in order here. And we're not going to go through every game on this list, but if something jumps out, I definitely want to hear what you guys have to say. Because um, a lot of these games I played, like I played through Crisis 3. I have nothing to say about Crisis 3, <laughs> for example, other than like, yep, it ran. I played it on PlayStation. So even the cool part of Crisis 3, which was it looking really nice, wasn't happening. So but um, yeah, so let's let's jump in. So it's 2013, the new year. And we are in January. Um, so looking at the events, it looks like THQ shut down that year. And I remember this pretty distinctly because I was listening to a lot of podcasts at that point, And this was kind of a big deal. Um, did you I mean, you guys probably played THQ games, but a lot of people didn't know they were like if you played oh, any licensed games within the last yeah. like, five Dark years. Siders. Darksiders yeah. is the one that I was going to say. Is like I heard that THQ oh, yeah. shut down. I was like, uh oh, because D- Darksiders was one of my favorite series at the time. I should have mentioned that. Yeah, no, Dark. I was playing like Darksiders two around that time. Yeah, so that, cause I that was super sad. Darksiders, their big, their big stuff. I remember back then was Darksiders, Saints Row, and I don't oh, yeah, know yeah. what else. SpongeBob. <laughs> yes, yes. SpongeBob. the cosmic shake. The cosmic yes. shake. Yes. Are you smarter than the fifth grader? <laughs> did they do Mafia or am I? tripping that's Uh, 2k that's 2k okay okay okay. um but yeah i remember thq shutting down i remember a lot of people asking at this point it's just like oh my god are games dying like like are are, are console gaming over you know are people buying enough games is everyone on their phones (laughs) yes (laughs) yes but also we were in uh to put it in, in perspective at this point we were like what uh 2006 was the 360 so we were coming into like our seventh year of this generation of consoles and it was really long in the tooth so i forgot how long that ps3 gen was seven yeah well in the ps3 and we came out in 2007 so like a year later so technically it was six years oh, for the yeah. ps3 okay. but the 360 had been out at this point for seven years so yeah, it had been it had been a while and I feel like a lot of people were just like new games were coming out and they weren't selling well. You know what I mean? Or they didn't sell as well as their sequel and people were freaking out at this point. Um and that I, I guess that'll lead us into when the new consoles come out, kind of the the what my thoughts were and stuff. But yeah, THQ shutting down. They made a bunch of those like draw pads that really <laughs> <laughs> didn't uh, help either what was that what was that game ah, dude i could not i don't remember the name i just remember hearing that they made like <sighs> mid, uh, thousands of them that just sat on shelves was draw it you draw you draw 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 you yeah, something like that yeah yeah they made they made like a tablet game that was like a, a really expensive peripheral and that they like banked a lot of their money on that and that oh, didn't yeah. work out yeah you know you draw that's funny yeah yeah um, so yeah, THQ shut down on the 23rd and looking at the list here. Uh, what about any, uh, any of those games stand out for you guys? Heck yeah. Oh, I kind of want to like, hear you. you know, Josh, I want you to point it out. Go ahead. Well, I mean, you're going to say Devil May Cry or DMC Devil May Cry, right? Well, I, I wanted to like just call a little bit of attention to it and how bizarre it was sort of like the reboot of the franchise and how that's kind of aged. Well, but it wasn't poorly. by the same developer, right? That was on no, Ninja Theory. Ninja Theory, right? that's right. Yes. 
I yes. would say yeah, 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 yeah. Here, I'll, I mean, don't, no, I'll, wait, don't... is that Team Ninja? I can never remember. No, Team Ninja is the Japanese studio. I think Ninja Theory is the they they did. Oh, so this was the enslaved and... people. Yes. Oh. Yes, it was. This was after Enslaved, I think. So this was their next game afterwards. And the thing I remember about this game is that the game itself was making fun of the fans who were like kind of upset about the changes, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I remember the attitude of the game being really strange and kind of edgy. It, that game is super edgy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not in a goofy way. Like, old DMC is edgy in kind of its own, like, goofy, like, Japanese way, you know? Yeah, yeah. And this sure. is just, like, of its, so of its era. Oh, my God. Uh, I tried playing it. I, I didn't. I know people really liked the combat system, but I was never able to play all the way through it. So... Yeah, I've only, I've only played the mainline games and loved those, so I don't know if yeah. I'll ever be touching this one. But I've definitely okay. seen my fair share of content of this game to to say, hey, I see I see the the liking of it. I see why people can like it, this game, why I think fondly of it. Apparently, just not to me. But I wanna I wanna see Josh is the game you're gonna call out uh, that third <laughs> one right there. Yeah, dude. Uh, Go, no, like, I want your Wrath of the White Witch. You know, this game witch? was yeah what i didn't know that was the, the full title Rath yeah it's a white a witch title, dude. <laughs> um yeah this was like they who who was it? level five partnered yeah. with yeah yeah uh, studio is it ghibli or ghibli ghibli i say ghibli okay I'm a nerd. uh <laughs> you know those famous animators uh, across the pond several ponds I don't know how the geography works. Um, <laughs> skip across the stones of the pond. <laughs> uh, a stunning game visually, like the the you know. Oh my god! Cut scenes, I guess great. Were were beautiful. The 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 3D models, you know, it was well, the back PSG. then. I was gonna say back then they looked amazing. True, they they did. Um, it was just unfortunately later this year we would get a, a better machine that I wish this game came out on. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Nino Kuni, uh, Wrath of White, which uh, in 2013 in general, this is okay. So to put in perspective, Persona 4 Golden just missed 2013, um, and Xenoblade had, I think already come out. But this is the year I was like, okay, JRPGs are back finally after like mm -hmm. six or seven years of subpar, like either subpar or just mobile games, like. This was one of the games that JRPG people were going to be like, oh my god, this is like super special. Uh, fun fact, Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch is originally a 3DS game. And there's what? a mechanic, there's a mechanic in the game where you have to flip through book, like a book to look at like instructions yeah. and like clues. That book was a physical book for the okay. 3DS version. And that's why that mechanic uh, was in there. So the PS3 version of Nino Kuni Wrath of the White, which is almost like a weird re remake for uh, for the console version. But yeah, so that's just a it's just a weird side note. But uh, think about Nino Kuni, which is wild. You, it's one of those uh, JRPGs where you beat the game, or you think you're about to beat the game, like, and then there's just like a whole other game behind it. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, what? What just happened? And it's oddly like uh, somber in tone, even like from the beginning. I think uh, spoilers for Nino Kuni. It's like the very beginning. But like the whole premise of Nino Kuni is that um, your mom dies and you're kind of responsible for it. 
all over this day. like young kid and his <laughs> yeah. tears his his tears make this like uh this stuffed animal come to life mr drippy yeah. and mr drippy takes him into like this other world where he becomes like a hero and kind of like uh has to deal with like the guilt and uh, it's it, it it's not as heavy-handed as it sounds and it doesn't no. land on everything but like halfway through the game too like something really dark happens and you're like what is this game but yeah um real dragon quest vibes all over it but the art style and is is yeah this is the one that ghibli worked directly with them so the actual like hand-drawn cut scenes were all done by them and they look amazing to this day um like you said josh the models are a little simple uh a yeah. little simple compared to today's standards but uh i think they stood they still hold up and that game still holds up and i wish i could say the same thing about every neo kuni game past this one <laughs> true um I was going to say, uh, unlike you, Troy, I'm not really big on JRPGs in general. I didn't really grow up playing them. This was the first JRPG that I really stuck with and like saw through to the end. Wow. And it became like one of my all-time favorite games. Yeah. I remember you talked about it a lot. Yeah. Shut up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all you ever talked about for like a year. Um, it's great, dude. Talk about yeah, it now. Dude, God. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome game. Um, it had a real hype behind it. Like there was a really big hype cycle and it was really good to see it sell well and do well and get critically, you know, like just, just it's just a good JRPG in a time and a whole generation of pretty much bad ones, honestly. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to February, guys. Um, so this is a special month because this was our first taste of the next generation of consoles. It's good. And yeah, this is uh, February 20th um, through 22nd, it says. But Sony's 8th gen con- uh, generation console, the PlayStation 4, is revealed. Did you guys watch this like live or around the time no. it, sh- it came out? Didn't I watch it live? I think I, I want it was like, oh, like like two days later, I was like, oh, finally, I'm around Internet. I can watch this now. <laughs> I did not have Internet at the time at my house. So, yeah, I because at this point, I this was like peak in my podcast gaming era. And for just like a year and a half, people would not stop talking about the Orbis. I think it was called the Orbis. That was the code name for That's it. Cool. So this was <laughs> like a long dude. This was a long time coming. <laughs> What you just blew my tiebreaker for the freaking game at the end? What did uh, I do? That was my tiebreaker for the game. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, you should though. Congratulations. And I think, was the Xbox the Durango? Was that yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. good. Good yes. job, Troy. <laughs> I didn't oh, know this. I club? remember that because literally for two years straight, that's like anytime the, the next generation would come up, they would say the Orbis or the Durango. And we <laughs> sure. finally got our taste of it. Uh, well, you will you will have some time to research. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, no, no one it. ties. Hopefully <laughs> no one ties. Um, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I, this event I thought was really cool. Um, this is where they showed the controller. And I, at this point I had had both the 360 and ps3 for quite a while and i knew like i knew i was like man the triggers on the ps3 suck so hard oh, like yeah. oh yeah that God controller is bless. not good 
man <laughs> a whole generation of shooting with r1 and l1 the <laughs> with bumpers <laughs> instead of triggers yeah. yeah um and when they showed that controller i was like oh my god it's beautiful and then when i saw hands on previews and they're like it's good it's good yes, <laughs> like, no. i was like oh thank thank you um but yeah seeing mark cerny get up there and do his thing they uh but the only thing is they didn't show the console uh we still had no idea what the box looked like and i remember really? that was a point wow. of contention when like for for like at this point like this is still console war era for sure between these two and that was like what a lot of people are like well i can't wait for the xbox one where they'll actually show the console at the console reveal you know <laughs> and to their credit they did but man that reveal we'll get to that um <laughs> uh but yeah i remember this is where they showed knack um i'm trying to remember what else they showed but it was like a lot of tech de- demo stuff um knack oh the kill zone demo the kill zone shadowfall demo and i remember that looked amazing like that blew my mind i was like oh my god that looks so good um later to find out that for you know a pretty mid game that game is pretty mid that game might be under mid but yeah yeah yeah. um so i remember that event pretty fondly it kind of kicked off the next generation and uh it was it was really cool what uh anything else to say about that that you guys remember i like or- the ps4 i love yeah. the ps4 he's my favorite it's i also favorite. love the ps4 it made me nice. turn from Xbox kid to like PlayStation, all hands on deck. I'm a fan, bro. Like, like from the 360 to PS3 and PS4, I was like, bro, I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need to go back. I, I do, I'm, I'm completely fine with this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was already convinced at this point uh, because I had, I had had an Xbox 360 for a while, and then I got a PS3 because I really wanted to play Ratchet and Clank because those are my favorite PS2 games. Um. And so I was already like primed for the PS4. And whenever they showed that controller, I was like, oh, thank God. Like my only complaint with the PS3 was yeah. that controller. So I was like, oh, well, they fixed all my problems. Yeah. yeah the design of the actual console, it's it's perfect. In my well, opinion. we didn't see it at this point. Yeah, we're not there yet. They didn't show it till E3. Um, oh. But, but um, yeah, no, I, I'm with you guys. I was a PS3. Like I chose the PS3 pretty when I got I was late into the generation. I didn't get a uh, console till 2009. Um, but I, I ended up with a PS3 and then later a 360 and PS3 was like my main console. Um, oh, OK. And now looking back, like now that I, I get to see like performance videos and seeing like ports and stuff, I'm like, man, I should probably should have played that on an Xbox. <laughs> yeah <laughs> that yeah. probably ran really well but but uh ps3 i think they were really cultivating their um their like first party studios and it really didn't hit till the end of the generation but like all the exclusives even if they didn't sell well i just love the fact that they were doing it and mm-hmm. at the end of the 360 generation they were all in on apps <laughs> like advertising and that would obviously end up being what the xbox one's downfall but even at the end of the 360 they were not talking about new ip or anything like that you know they were still on a halo gears forza kick at the very end and and we're they're almost in the they're trying to fix it but right now but almost 10 years later and that's still almost what it they're feels still, like. yeah they're still trying to recover from that but uh the 360 they were on top and it was theirs to lose and that was the first the first shot fired was this reveal. Um, and yeah, so let's, let's look at some games. Um, 
So first one that jumps out, we mentioned it <laughs> just by happenstance, but Fire Emblem Awakening, uh, uh, little fun fact, but Fire Emblem, am I going to ruin your game? <laughs> uh, but this was supposed to be the last Fire Emblem. Uh, this was mm-hmm. like Fire Emblem never sold that well in the West. It wasn't as big in Japan as like other franchises were. So when they made this game, they're like, we're going to make this, you know, like the best Fire Emblem we can. Like, like they, you could tell like this game was like special to the people that made it. And when it came out, it, it was like, a, it was like a smash hit. <laughs> um, it's the thing that brought Fire Emblem like on the map in the West. Cause before this, it used to just be like a weird game. No one ever played like the GameCube and the Wii games which are awesome, by the way. Those are great. But um, but yeah, Fire Emblem Awakening is like a super special game. It's like, it, it is up there in like one of the best games ever made. Yeah, surprisingly it did so well considering like, I guess the 3DS at this point, I don't think had really gained its momentum. Maybe this was part of that, the, the upswing. Um, yeah, no, I, I think at this point, like Mario Kart has come out and like 3D land. So I think it was just helping it. Uh, okay it was for for those serious gamers you know yeah yeah i don't like mario they need something cool with swords (laughs) for for sure and the end of last year into this year this was a very good year for 3ds but yeah fire emblem um the way the mechanics work with the relationships the story that like everything just fires on all cylinders the the music the music in that game is so incredible oh my god um and yeah and the writing is like okay it's okay yeah sure but that's that's always been fire emblem yeah yeah that's true but i i I just like the whole setup like the end of the world scenario and your kids teleporting back from the future to help you in battle it's wild like the story's kind of crazy yeah some time travel in fire even even with you like the specific like gender sorry like depending on if you choose male or female protagonist uh you can like alter like the story and like it's events a bit it's kind of cool that way it's it's just like a really special game and yeah it's still the best fire emblem game they put out since you know there's been a lot since then but this is this is where it really started in the west so yeah fire emblem awakening that's one of the best games ever made like what more can i say (laughs) it is Uh, around this uh a couple of years later like uh, after all this of course after 2013 i got into like the the whole i want to talk about this real quick i got into the existence (laughs) of like sly cooper being a thing and sly cooper the the thieves in time came out like this month on february and uh i never got into it but i've always been interested in it it's, it's the last. It's the it's last. It's not made by the same developer. It's, it's not. made by some developer that I think did oh, Secret Agent Clank. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I played this mm. game, uh, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. How was um, it? Yeah, it was I good. Know. I liked it. Really? It was good. Yeah, it was a good game. It was like I love you know, the trilogy. If you liked the other Sly Coopers, this is totally like right up there with them. Mm. So they did a good job. It was a, a cross-play. It was actually a cross-buy, cross-play Vita game, uh, Vita and PS3 game. Gotcha. So yeah, uh, My- Sly Cooper theme time is really good. Do they ever like do like a, a pack, a trilogy pack for Sly Cooper? Yep, on the PS3. Mm-hmm. Did they ever come that's to? Where, PS3? That's where I played it for the first time. It was a PS3. Yep. Like, so is that, Sly Cooper accessible today? Like in our current generation? Mm, no. Not I. Uh, maybe if you like went on the cloud. You can, yeah, you can play version. the that oh. awful version. 
okay, which is so not not how you well, actual it. ports. No, okay. Yeah, yeah. Disappointing. Uh, but yeah, uh, so Sly Cooper at this time, that was really good. Oh, man, I, dude, the name of that developer's uh, <laughs> is like right off the tip of my tongue. I know it's like a monkey. Like, yeah, like that's it's a monkey. The, yeah, but all right, cool. <laughs> um, that's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, anything else on this list that's jumping out at you guys? Because um, uh, Metal wanna... Gear Revengeance was like a long time coming. Uh, Platinum slash Yeah, I, I didn't game. play any of these games this month. But out of those, yeah. I would want to play Metal Gear Rising. It's great, yes. dude. Yeah, uh, I do too. Great. I um, have it. I just didn't play it. Yeah, because the original Metal Gear uh, Revengeance or, or Rising was going to be like an in-house Konami Kojima Metal Gear game. And it got canceled. Like it was in development for forever. And then it was announced that like uh, Platinum was going to reboot it. And then it finally came out. So, yeah, that game has like an interesting development history. Um, but yeah. Uh, how about we move on to March? March, March. Let's. Uh, no, listen, I'm, I'm not going to say that. I was about to say let's march on, but I said it anyway. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, all right. So <laughs> this might be the most important event that happened in 2013. It was going to oh, change gaming yeah. forever. Uh, and that is, ladies and gentlemen, the Ouya. What is this? Did you <laughs> exactly, I, I, Isaiah? Isaiah Anders, what is this? <laughs> is he serious? <laughs> Only reason why I asked this because, like, there was a specific console Towerfall came out on. That's one the one. Port. This is Oya. Oh yeah, wow! Yeah, yeah. You better, you better say thank you to the Oya. God yeah. bless you, bro. You made like yep. one of the best multiplayer games that still never got updated, <laughs> updated ports that the Switch has. So the so, Ouya was a crowd was a, a crowdfunded Kickstarter console that again, at this point, I don't know what it was. Maybe just games weren't selling, but they were like, oh, my God, this is going to like eat the PS3 and them's dinner because you can just buy this for whatever, like a hundred bucks and anyone can develop like this is going to change gaming and yeah, bring mobile be, gaming to consoles. Mm-hmm. I like dude, the top behind this was like ridiculous. And when it came out, it's dude that it's a piece. Of, it's a piece of garbage. The controller was garbage. Like everyone who had hands on it were like, looks awful. Dude, that controller is bad. Uh, and the one good thing to come out of it was Towerfall. Yeah. Towerfall's peak. <laughs> worth oh my it. God. And people didn't even, it. people uh, would plug in their dual shock threes into the USB port on the back of it to play Towerfall. So they didn't have to oh. use the controllers <laughs> and have a decent D pad. <laughs> Um, I remember that pretty specifically. So, so yeah, did, no, you, did you buy one? No, no, no. Okay. Never, <laughs> never bought one. Um, from literally the the pre release to the outset, it, it, this looked like a trash fire, and it was oh, so cool. just a just a really bad Android console device that didn't run all that well, and developers really didn't like flock to it in the way they thought. And the store was really weird. Only developer I remember uh, putting like games on it was a Square Enix, where they were putting like their their ports of their uh, 3D uh, DS games on there for like 40, mm. 40 bucks, thirty bucks. You know, wow. so I was like, oh, okay. So yes, Towerfall. That that is that is <laughs> the Uya's legacy to me. So <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. If that's the case. Didn't Towerfall come out in 2013 in that case? Or no. That? Um, Towerfall Ascension would be the first time it, it got off the Ouya. And that was on PS4 the next year, I believe. Uh, I guess. But did, I mean, but did, did the original Towerfall, did it launch with the launch of Ouya? 
Um, do I know, don't remember. I, I want to say yeah, nobody played it. So yeah, <laughs> I, I would not know that. I just know it ended up being the killer app for the Ouya for with good reason because that game's so good. Um, but yeah, let, let's uh, let's jump into the games of March. Uh, for very first game, Tomb Raider: The Reboot from Crystal like Dynamics. Um, just on that one. I did. It was like Uncharted, and I really liked Uncharted at that point. And there were parts about the shooting and gameplay which I actually thought felt better than Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Honestly, the gameplay uh, it didn't. That was never Uncharted strong suit. But everything else around it, like the the characters and the dialogue, like Laura herself was cool, but everything everyone else around her was so forgettable. Yeah, it's like that I, un, that villain from Uncharted one times everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'd say this is my favorite Tomb Raider game by far. I know a lot of people like the second one in this trilogy. But I'm with you. I, I, I like the first one better. I'm more with you. concise. Yeah, I um, uh, what was I gonna say? I I think the one weird turn weird turn with this game is she goes from like killing someone. And like being really torn up about it, like throwing yeah, up, yeah. like, and then five uh, seconds later, it's like, there's 20 dudes, take them down. <laughs> and she's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. That's like the one thing I heard about that game a lot. It was, At least they tried. Like, and the, the inconsistency with her, with, with all that. Yeah. And then they the wanted one... to show her before she became the action hero. They just didn't give it enough, enough time to sit. It was really strange. I think back then, games were just like worried about boring players, you know? Like still, the beginning. The beginning, I know, like the beginning of Uncharted 4 would have never happened in 3. You know what I mean? Where you have that whole period <laughs> just playing oh, as like yeah. Nathan every everyday dude. But if they'd really done that with Tomb Raider, I'm that would have been so cool. Yeah, they really took their time. Um, one thing I remember is the PS3 version had a scripting error. Um, mm. And so I couldn't finish it. Like these Ooh. dudes that were supposed to come out of a gate wouldn't. And when I'd reload, like you'd hear people yelling and the music would come and nothing would happen. So I had to wait like a month or two later for a patch. And then I beat that game. I was literally in the last, like the last wave of enemies. <laughs> I think I played um, the PS4 version. So I don't think I had that. Problem. Yeah. 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 And the PS4 version came out like a year later and mm-hmm. looked, mm-hmm. I, I remember cause I, put both of them in at the same time and like found the same scene and like switched the inputs on my TV. And I was like, wow, like digital foundry <laughs> over there. I, I, yeah, I was, yeah. I was doing <laughs> a digital foundry comparison. I was like, look at all the fog in this one. And <laughs> now, now I'd look at that PS4 one and being like, man, that thing jumps from that thing's at like 40, <laughs> 40 frames a second yeah. <laughs> consistently. It's not great, but yeah. Um, oh man. See, I, the thing is, I don't want to keep talking. So why don't you guys pick another one? Because I do have another one on here. Uh, Colton, did you play God of War Ascension? I'm curious. You know, I borrowed the game from... I can't remember who. I borrowed the game from somebody. I got halfway through, and they wanted it back. That, How was the of, first half? <laughs> you know, I if I was able to beat it, I bet I would remember more of it, but I remember okay. enjoying it. I cannot remember much about... the. You know, I, I, I remember more of that game, but... That's for a different reason. I watched like a before Ragnarok came out. I watched like mm. a a play, or not a playthrough. A uh, you know like a going through the history of the game. Yeah, and that's actually yeah. so it's kind of hard. I don't really know if I remember the game from when I actually played it or from that when I watched that recently. Yeah, but I remember enjoying it. I just can't remember much of it. Yeah, it's the only one I never got to play. Kind of bummed about it, but you know I don't want to use PlayStation Plus extra premium or whatever to play the 
you know, cloud I, So I got it. I, I played the multiplayer beta and I got it at launch um, and I really enjoyed it. But uh, both these there's two games next to each other, God of War Ascension and Gears of War Judgment. And I remember them being compared a lot. They're just like, yeah. man, are, are like, do we need this many sequels? Like, they felt like, like, are they both prequels? sequels? Um, Gears of War Judgment, I think so. I believe they are. Ascension is a prequel. Yeah, Ascension is a prequel. And uh, so funny. I I actually really enjoyed Ascension, but more than the story, which, you know, I beat. And it was, it was like one of those God of War games. It just, you know, the only reason it looked visually as good as it does is because it's the first God of War game that they capped at 30 frames a second uh, instead of 60. So they could get a little more uh, graphics out of it. So, yeah, that's a 30 FPS game, which is interesting. But um, the multiplayer was actually really good. People mm-hmm. ragged on it and didn't give it a chance, but it was really good. It had like this web, this triangle system, kind of like when we're talking about Fire Emblem, right. Emblem yeah. between like grabs, parries, and uh, like breaks and specials. And it was like, like a, a melee fight, base. Game. Yeah, absolutely. It was like a cool Weird. kind of early. Uh, what's that Ubisoft game where you play as like different warriors? And... Dude, uh, For Honor. Yes. Yeah. It was very, oh, it was like an arcade For Honor. I played a ton of it. And another weird thing with God of War Ascension was there was a Last of Us demo tied to it. And it didn't, the demo had a countdown on it that was like for a month or two later. So when you got God of War Ascension, there's like a little extras tier and you could hit the Last of Us and it would just show a countdown. And then two months later, it unlocked the first demo for the Last of Us. Um, so it, you would go into God of War Ascension, you go to extras, you hit it, and then it would take you to like this weird store backend, like the places to store backend, and then you could download the Last of Us demo. So yes, if you bought God of, God of War Ascension, you could play the Last of Us demo uh, later on, which is wild. But yeah, just a weird game. It's not very, it's not very well, uh, it's not remembered very fondly, but I remember really enjoying it, and it looked pretty amazing. So. Uh, Okay, did you guys play Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon? Because I just like fell off. I, I didn't play that my, that year, but I my have friend, played it. My my long time like like childhood friend played that game a lot. He really seemed to enjoy it. I think uh, he had one part where was like frustrated with it. Yeah, that's I got a little, I I I got a little bored with it, but that's because Luigi's mm-hmm. Mansion's not my but, kind but, of don't game. Don't say that. Don't say that. So I'm sorry. We'll move on. We'll move on. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> um, okay, so the last big game, uh, Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, so, yeah, so oh my god the 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 lore behind this development cycle is insane to me they, were, oh, they yeah. originally had like seven like seven discs up to use of like five like space for this game this game was gonna be huge dude they had a lot of potential they had a lot of things like built up for this game and well, they then, had a they had a tech demo that was totally smoke and mirrors when they first showed this game it looked incredible and like the AI interactions with the enemies were like, man, this is unreal. And yeah. then much later on, you figured out that you, the developers, developers were like, yeah, that wasn't actually a game <laughs> that that version never came out. So, yeah, wow. long time in development. Bioshock Infinite took forever, like there's, there's, years. There's a great video on it about it on about it on YouTube. Uh, Five God, or six years. Right? Prob- yeah. Probably him. Yeah, because like it really like gives like 
all these interviews about like the development cycle and how it's been, the art, all of it. It looks so cool. It got me excited. It got me excited. And around this time, yeah. or like a couple years ago, me and my, my partner are like getting into Bioshock, Bioshock 1, Bioshock 2. He got into the DLC. We never got into Infinite because we knew like how weirdly like received that game has been. And I remember seeing my, my old stepdad play it uh, years ago, like a decade ago. Yeah, 2013, probably. Um, and it looked cool as a kid, but I don't know how it holds up, man. Hearing so that, Bioshock, two, Infinite, nah. Bioshock Infinite at the time was like really well received and people were really high on it. And right? I thought it was boring at the time. At the time, I thought it was boring. And as time has gone on, I think people really have turned against Bioshock Infinite. Yeah, like, there's story. Stuff. There yeah. is story stuff in it that's like questionable. They're like, oh, that's kind of you know this day and age. Oof. Uh, but uh, as far as the art style, art style still really holds up. Like the yeah. watercolor, kind of almost like uh, Zelda Skyward Sword looking stuff. Like still looks really amazing. Uh, so visually, I think that's really held up. Um, the acting, the all that animation, all that stuff is really good. It's just the gameplay itself I found really tedious. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and like themes and stuff, people look back at her and like, oh, maybe that game wasn't great. And I was like, I know that's what I was. I was saying that like <laughs> the week I beat it, and now like five years later, I'm like, I know. <laughs> Thank you. It, it definitely uh, seems yeah. like the series as a whole is a little bit overrated, considering most people only yeah. point to the first game. The as first, like first game's great. great. First game's great. Yeah. Hey man, hold on, hold on. That second game's great. Don't give me don't. So so many people good. hate so the cool. second game. Minerva's Den, the DLC they did for it, is better than that second game. But I've only yeah, played yeah, the first game. To be fair. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that ended off March. So there's I remember I don't know why I remember this month so clearly, but I remember watching all the videos on Infinite and God of War and yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, cool. So that's March. Um yeah, and you can tell like <laughs> This is like the end of the generation. So people are just trying to get their games out before the consoles go. This is like a really stacked year. Yeah, um, absolutely. Which makes sense because the next year is not so stacked. It wouldn't have been. Uh, all right. Um, so uh, we're moving on to April. And uh, this month, the big big thing that happened is Disney shuts down LucasArts. And what were their crazy? Can you list me like some of like their biggest projects real quick? Like, like I mean, LucasArts, LucasArts, any Star Wars games. They did all yeah. the Star Wars games. Including the Lego ones? Well, they did adventure games too. Like, um, uh, They were probably um, partnered for the Lego ones. They didn't develop or like they probably like co-published or something. Oh, yeah. Like that was Traveler's Wars. Tale. That was Traveler's yeah. Tale. But you're talking like Battlefront, like the original Battlefront oh, 1 and 2. Yeah. Like all those PS1 star wars games like yeah are they just a publisher because like battlefront was um gosh, i think sorry, they had the pandemic studios i believe they had developers so okay the thing i remember most is the e3 before they showed like an uncharted type like star wars game that people were really hyped about i forget the name of it um, but is, is it the one that's like a, a year uh i i don't remember it never came out and people talked about it forever you know because mm-hmm. they were really like it you're really a, ba- did. a bounty hunter yes yeah yeah you're like a or you're like in a like a criminal organization it looked like 13 13 yes star wars 13 13 yep. oh, yeah <laughs> uh, and i remember i remember people being really bummed that that got canceled because that was that was like the chosen one um but yeah i i remember being a bummer because 
I, I, at this point, I was like, well, I guess this is Star Wars games. Eh? And then later, um, they would make that Disney would make that deal with EA, which ended up being an, uh, a waste of time, a waste of Star Wars games <laughs> for about a decade. Yeah. What a bad decision, man. That whole Disney 10 year deal with EA. God. Oh, yeah, we thought we had seen the worst year. Like, oh, LucasArts shuts down. Yeah, that's awful. And LucasArts <laughs> just got worse. Yeah, man. And they made like all the Star Wars games are very varied. You know, they're not all great. No, <laughs> they're definitely yeah. not all great. But th- there was like a lot of variety and stuff. And then they gave it to EA and they're like, we'll make one shooter yeah. Star Wars theme thing a year. And you're like, great. <laughs> Having it exclusive to a, a publisher was just a mistake. It's a bad, yeah, it was was a bad plan. Um, but all right. Um, oh my god, I forgot about Defiance. Let's go to games, the games of April. Oh my god, Defiance. I I didn't, I don't even want to talk about this game too long, but can I just say this game's super weird? It came out so Defiance was a sci fi channel TV show. All right, you got five more seconds. Okay, okay. (laughs) Defiance is an MMO, like a like a Destiny like. (laughs) Like a Destiny third-person MMO on PS3 and 360. Okay. Um, and what was going to happen, the things in the game were going to change what happened in the Defiant show on sci-fi. What? So it was supposed to be like a what? cross-media-like thing. And all I ever played at Defiance was the beta. Because it was free, and I was like, uh, again, I had a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> so I played probably about 15 <laughs> hours of this game. And I thought it was really cool. Like, it was really wild to play on the PS3 and see a bunch of other people running around and doing stuff. Like, it, it was like an MMO, but really fast. I was like, I don't know what I... Uh, did I do all the missions? And it was just, like, weird side stuff. And I was like, oh, this game might not gameplay. be good. I need to see gameplay of this. What? Yeah, uh, you'll have to look it up afterwards. But it, oh. it's a really wild thing. It's Defiance. I think the TV show... I don't even know if it lasted a season, so... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I remember that show now. <laughs> that was such a weird show. I've seen a couple episodes of that. That is so... I did not know they did a whole game thing on it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was supposed to be a whole thing. But um, a much better game is Guacamelee. Guacamelee, um, yeah. Me and my partner are playing that right now. And it's actually pretty fun. It's yeah, kind of simple in the Metroidvania. But, yeah. like, it, it has a lot of love and a, and a great art style. It's brimming with mm-hmm. it, too. I, I have to give props to these developers and what they're doing with this game so far from what I've played. And uh, and just like just the amount of love, like love and passion uh, they have for like other developers in the indie industry, like Castle Crashers, of course, like there's some other homages like Mario. It, it's it's really sweet. It's a fun game. Y'all should check out Guacamelee, guys. Like listeners, yeah. go check it out. Drinkbox Games. They just did. Um, oh, what was the game? They just Nobody did Nobody Saves the World. Nobody yes, Saves the World. That was one of your games, Josh, last year, right? It was. Oh, you hated it. I said <laughs> yes. Yes, listener, he listen would not to us. Stop talking about how much he hated that game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I like Guacamelee. Uh, Guacamelee Two is pretty unforgettable. So this first one, I think there there's Unreal. really good versions of it on on like every console possible. So yeah, check out Guacamelee. Great game. Yeah, fun. Nice. Cool. Um, okay, anything else on this list? Jumping out to you guys. I really like Injustice. Gone. Yes, I was gonna say yeah, the same thing. Just great. <laughs> Agreed. Injustice Two is whatever, but Injustice the first one was like it had a cool story and it, I. I I wasn't really allowed to play Mortal Kombat that much because it was really yeah. bloody. So it was a nice alternative. Dude, Superheroes. yeah. Yep. Last year was the first time I played through Mortal Kombat 9, 10, and 11, and then it's DLC uh, on a row. Dude, I can't. The production value on 11 story 
is mind blowing. That game looks so good and is so well written and acted. And I did, I never knew, dude. I never knew. Oh my oh, god, Super Mortal Kombat is so cool. Yeah. Um, and that story, it's like one of the best stories I've played in a game in like two years. I was just like super late on all of it. So, right. yeah. Hold on. Oh, really good. What about, what about Injustice, though? How do you feel about Injustice? I like Injustice and I like, I like the story. Injustice. Also, my save file got corrupted when I tried to start a new game to go to another chapter. That sucked. So, I think I beat it when it came out to PS4, like the year following mm, yeah. the story mode. But yeah, good, good. Good game. Uh, last thing I want to mention is that uh, Lego City Undercover: The Chase Begins on a 3DS. <laughs> get out! Get out! I, I, on a, let me let me cook. Let me cook. On a oh, 3DS. Is that, the, is that the 3DS version or is that the Wii U? Are, is, are they named the same thing? They probably launched together. Huh. Uh, okay. Yeah, the 3DS. It says the 3DS. That specific title. Yeah. I liked it. I played it. I got really far in the game. I don't. I'm gonna be real with you. I don't know. There's an end to it because at some point I was just like. What happens next? I don't know what happened. <laughs> like, at some point, I just got derailed from the story. And I was like, as a kid, I was just like, um, I guess I'll go back to playing Dream Drop Distance. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like GTA. Well, at least the Wii U version was like GTA, but Legos. So that, yes, this, is yeah. my, this is my bad. I want um, to point out. Oh, what's up? Oh, in March, I think that's when the Wii U version launched. Okay, um, okay. Not important. I do want to point out, though, the the Wii U came out the year prior. Um, I got it in December, so right before this year started, and just noticed the complete lack of big Wii U games <laughs> for your new <laughs> Wii U console. Launch years can, can be really rough. They can be rough, but man, dude, it's we're not going to get to a Wii U thing yeah. till like the end of this year. That's all. Uh, I think we get a Wind Waker HD this year, though. That's yeah, that's what I, I mean. So. I remember Wind Waker HD being like, finally, a game for this <laughs> thing. <laughs> I was using it to watch a lot of anime through the web browser, which it had a really good web browser. Yeah, it had a really great (laughs) web browser, by the way. Um, But, okay, cool. So I think that covers this year. Um, (laughs) No, uh, April. Yeah, so no, end of the... No, I'm kidding. This month, sorry. (laughs) Um, uh, So let's look at May. And May... Man, it was I didn't realize it was such a long time between the PS4 review and the reveal and the Xbox One reveal. Yeah. Like, man, Damn. dude, I I bet uh, I was recurling, bro. Well, I was going to say <laughs> that's probably all people talked about for 2 months was just being like, "Well, PS4 is this, I bet the Xbox is this." And our uh yeah. Um, but yep. yes, May 21st to 23rd, the Xbox One is revealed. And the first thing they do is they show the console. They had this big old like edited thing where they're showing it from different angles. A it's big old like brick. Big old <laughs> VCR. I can't do the th- favorite thing about that uh, original Xbox One is how big it is. And then the power brick. <laughs> There's still a power brick, <laughs> external power brick that's oh, just no. as big as like an entire like Xbox Series S. <laughs> like the bludgeon zone. Huge. This. Dude, they yeah. really did not want the red lights of death to happen, and they really made sure of it. <laughs> um, so yeah, this was a PR nightmare for Xbox immediately, dude. Immediately, I watched this the thing live. Yeah, dude, this is I the reveal. Wow. This and this reveal revealed they don't show any games till about forty minutes in. Uh, the first thing they decided to show. What do they talk about for forty minutes? TV. 
a literal, oh, that's right, right. literal oh, yeah. TV. So the way the UI worked originally is super different from what the later UI would be. And you had like three different modes almost, like a TV mode, a game mode, and something else. But yeah, dude, it was them like Skyping each other on their Xbox with the Kinect camera, um, him yelling at it to show them sports. Um, and then when they finally decided to show a game, it was just Call of Duty Ghosts. <laughs> And then, uh, and then it was over, dude. They talked about TV for about a uh, TV and apps, and it being like the box in your living room for like an hour and a half. Barely talked about games, and immediately people were like, "What? <laughs> what is this thing?" <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, and I, and just before, I don't think at this point they said the word DRM or any of that stuff wasn't known yet. But it wasn't too, it was like later in the month, right before E3, when people are like, they're not going to let you use like use games and all this other stuff. It was uh, beginning. Oh, the it fear was, mongering. Man, yeah. <laughs> Titan, it, this was the Titan starting to topple for it wasn't, yeah, Xbox and the US. just fear mongering. Like it was true. Like that was their plan. That's yeah. Awful. Oh. Yeah, dude. Uh, there's a reason it, the PS PlayStation 4 is a great console. But there's a reason it did so well. It's just because Xbox did so bad. <laughs> just yeah. everything went right for PlayStation. Everything went wrong for the uh, Xbox One. I'm sorry. I thought like what you were saying right right during about this presentation, right? About the TV shit, like, you know, like. Yeah, yeah. Similar language. But like, I, I, I generally thought like this is, oh, yeah, fear mongering. Of course, people are going to be like, uh, like after this Rovia are like, they're only going to do apps. But the fact that that was actually planned, this is actually planned. Oh yeah, this dude. Like this, this conference. One. Well, okay, no, no. They had games. It was still a gaming okay. machine, but it was not how it was marketed or focused. Okay. Like during the 360, they saw at the end, they're like, well, not a lot of people are playing games, but they sure were watching a lot of Netflix on this console. And and they just totally sure. misjudged the market. Like, yeah, yeah. We said like people were getting bored of their PS3 and 360s. They weren't buying as many games. They were all sequels, <laughs> like almost. You know, and so they just read the tea leaves all wrong and it just it shows like it showed. Um, so, yeah, that conference was a disaster. It's I think like Digital Foundry does like a look back where they watch it together and they comment over it like it, watch it with with like someone commenting over it. You don't have to watch the straight thing because it's that boring, but it is a very interesting thing to look back on and you can just see it. You're just like, man, if only they knew <laughs> what they were, what they were doing. Um, oh god, do you, Josh, do you remember the dude's name? The the guy that was head of Xbox at that point that they like fired uh, almost straight up after. No, I don't really. Uh, Whoa. Yeah, yeah. They're like he, Phil he, Spencer, he, go <laughs> fill his shoes. He, uh-huh. Yeah. Phil Phil Spencer was the head of the game studios at this point. He was not head of Xbox. Uh Mark, no, I was about to say Mark Cerny. <laughs> All right. So that that was the Xbox thing. Uh they showed the console and literally everything after that was a nightmare. Um, so yeah. Oh, so let's do games. Games. Um, games. Yeah, games. Um, hey, Fez is cool. Fez is awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was gonna say, I, I had this my my laptop before, like, you know, craft itself. Um, but it was fun to play. It was really cool the way you, like, mess around with, like, its, its uh, environments. Though you kind of, like, flip around your, like, screen. It was kind of fun. It was a cool, it was a cool game. 
for a little bit that I played. I got I got to witness a lot of Fez. I did not get to play a lot of Fez, but I was mm. I probably saw like seven hours of that game get played like in front of me, and it was it was fun to watch. I'm sure it was fun to play too. But also, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to spoil Fez. I guess I I don't know. It's, it's, uh, so it's Fez too smart. Is, it's too Fez smart. is like the witness where little uh -oh. did you know that there's an entire secret game behind yeah. it. So there's an entire language that's on walls and stuff that is hinted towards you. And once you know that, it like breaks the game wide open because it just looks like a platformer, like a puzzle platformer. But it's yeah. actually a lot more than that. But you're there's not going like, to be able to like, read it. There's like, you like... Yep. Yep. You, you, yep. Have, you have to, to decode. You have to decode <laughs> a language in Fez and it yeah. never tells you that. Yeah, because you're not doing the decoding in the game. You you'd have to actually like, get a piece of paper, right? Like yeah, and it never explicitly crazy. tells you that. What the hell? It, what? Gives you, it gives you a hint by stuff in the environment, um, and yeah, so it's a while. It's kind of a cool game in that way, um, and there wasn't a lot of stuff doing that stuff like that. That really piqued my interest. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm curious. I'm curious. When you break open this code, what happens? Do you I get mean, like the PS4 becomes a PS5? <laughs> so when you break open the code, when you break open the code, like like stuff written on like walls in the background and stuff give you like directions and like hints and like you yeah. actually know what to do. Like puzzles that seemed really abstract all of a sudden have directions. And there's a QR code in that game also back when what? like phones were just getting that sort of thing. QR codes were in uh, the game. In the game, yeah. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. Fez, Fez is wild, and there'll never be another one because the creator is apparently not a great dude, and he he literally rage quit Fez too because he got so much um, um, flack from people. That's something that I happened. remember hearing a lot yeah. about that. About the Fez Phil creator. Fish, Phil Fish, yeah. Phil Fish. Oh yeah, that name. Oh man, mm -hmm. okay, that's fun. Um, also, <laughs> name. I. You guys, I, I just want to throw it out here. Josh, you might know a little bit more about this, but uh, uh, what do you guys know of Fuse? Um, I've I, heard a lot about this game, I think. You have? Really? That's no, no, interesting. Just, just the name being thrown around me. a lot. <laughs> Who do you think made Fuse? An electrical current. No. What's up? <laughs> no. Still electrical. Okay, no, no. I'm thinking of a different game. Different game. Go on, go on. Okay, yeah, I was, I was going to say, I, there's no way you've heard a lot about that. I, I pre-ordered this game because this game was it, uh -huh. developed by Insomniac, published this by This is an EA. Insomniac game. Oh, I see yeah. it. I see it. Um, I, I canceled my pre-order before it came out. For good reason. Okay, so this is uh, Insomniac's first game that wasn't published by Sony or Universal. This was their first multi-platform game. Uh, that was this. So it was coming to PS3 and 360. When they originally announced it, it was called Overstrike. Yep. And Overstrike had a really cool art style. It had like this kind of like 70s, like throwback spy mission vibe. It looked like it was going to be like a cool co op game. Um, and through development and because of like a lot of play testing and stuff, what came out of the other end was the most generic yeah, <laughs> looking, sounding, Very feeling generic. game ever. Um, and that's Fuse. Uh, and yes, pretty much. It looks like uh, Andromeda. Pretty, pretty Andromeda. much. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Uh, pretty much Overstrike was focus test to become Fuse, a much worse and more boring game. Uh, the Aww. shooting, the shooting was kind of fun. It was trying to do like a, a Gears of War thing, like Fuse itself, and the Horde mode was was pretty cool in the way the powers kind of uh, combined with each other. Like there was a good idea there, but man i i want you guys to look at the cover art of fuse real quick just just yeah, do me I'm a look, favor i'm looking at it right now now tell me what you think about that cover art <laughs> i'm thinking this is like the trend was like the transformer movies being remade around this time like the, the live action movies this is oh yeah they were just coming out yeah yeah, yeah this this oh, is that same vibe. <laughs> I, the, my favorite thing about that cover is it looks like it was a full cover and someone like pinched like zoomed in like pinched yes. in a little too yeah, far what is up with that <laughs> their heads are shut off <laughs> i want nose and below nothing above like Whoa. when i say like everything was focused test to death and yeah I, I mean while you guys are while you guys are doing look up uh overstrike this is what this game was originally supposed to be people out there uh if you're listening sorry um but if you have something in front of you look up overstrike insomniac and hey. you will just see the difference like this is how this game was originally announced you can uh, see the faces and a funny thing, I mean, you can see the face in the game, too. They're not just cut off. <laughs> um, but the uh, the wild thing is that they have a mission in their next game, which was Sunset Overdrive. Well, I don't know. If, yeah, I think that was probably their next game where there's a whole mission where uh, where they're making fun of like big publishers, like um, having them like fo- over focus test something and it be- keeps becoming worse and worse and worse. And people uh, are saying like, that's them. <laughs> they did a, mu- uh, oh, a mission in, in Sunset Overdrive, kind of like uh, copying their experience. They had making Fuse. But yeah, just a little weird foot- footnote from Sonyak. Oh. Super then, figurable game. And then they learned their lesson. They're like, no more multi-platform games ever. I guess not. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> wait, wait. So, like, what they did was for Overstrike, they over tested the game. Yeah, yeah. Because EA uh, focus tested it, and people are like, oh, I want the shooty bang Call of Duties. And Fuse came out the other end. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, weird. A bummer. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, that's just a weird footnote for Insomniac. All right. Oof. Uh, let's do june and then are you guys want to take a quick break this is gonna be a a real chunker yeah 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 this is a big big chunker but we're through june we're almost through the year so hey we're gonna take a break yeah we're we're gonna take a quick break and stick with us (laughs) 